The Virginia Lieutenant Governor candidate says that voters are sick of Democrats manipulating black voters. We're going to go over what is going to be happening with Kyle Rittenhouse and the facts of the case. And a Florida homeowner is fined $50 a day for Let's Go Brandon and Trump banners. We're going to do all this in more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saldino Show, and all the podcast apps. If you support me and you support my show, please consider becoming a YouTube channel member. We'll be back on YouTube in a couple days. Facebook channel member, Patreon supporter, or even a locals supporter. I just got a new Patreon yesterday, so I wanted to say thank you to whoever just became a Patreon to me yesterday. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll message you personally. I'm going to start messaging everybody personally who becomes a Patreon supporter or even a local supporter. Anyway, guys, let's get right into this. Virginia Lieutenant Governor candidate says that voters are sick of the Democrats manipulating black voters. I believe this woman is actually black as well. If this is the photo of her, she's also black. This is her full quote. This is what she said. They come into black communities and they're trying to gin up our anger over some supposed threat or some supposed uh, slight. And then we're supposed to run out and vote for them because they're coming to save us. She continued saying they are... There are political saviors, folks. Here come the Democrats. They are the Calvary. And this is the year it's uh, it's going to get old because we are sick of it. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm going to read more in just a second. But I am so glad she came out like this and said this and really hit him. I, I hope Democrat people who would be voting Democrats, I guess minority communities, I hope they do hear this because I think it is very important. And it's one of the things that we've all noticed and we've all called out. We've actually noticed and called it out since day one. But it was on full display after Joe Biden got selected. They turned their back immediately on the Black Lives Matter. And I hope all that built up will show results. So let's see. Winsome Sears, a Republican candidate for Virginia lieutenant governor, has criticized Terry McAuliffe, whatever the other guy, for accusing Glenn Yogenkin of trying to ban black authors in an attempt to get more votes. Sears also criticized, criticized Democrats for manipulating black voters this year. Um, someone tweeted this out, uh, and I, actually I'll just read that from her mouth instead. On Tuesday, Sears was featured in Fox First, where she explained this is uh, what the Democrats do over and over again. Insert her quotes that I said before. Terry McAuliffe. Tweeted out saying, folks, let's take a step back. Glenn is spending his final days of the campaign focused on banning award-winning books from our schools and silencing the voice of black actors. I know we can uh, read between the lines and see these Trumpian dog whistles for what they truly are. Uh, Sears also mentioned that Democrat Terry uh, McLeuf, whatever, accusation of his poem, Glenn Yogenskin, was trying to get black authored books banned from school. The NBC Meet the Press uh, claimed that he's going after one of the most prominent African-American female writers in American history, won a Nobel Peace Prize, not a Nobel Peace, just a Nobel Prize, it says, uh, has the Presidential Medalist of Freedom, and he wants her books banned out of all the hundreds of books you can look at why did you take one black female author, he added. The book in question is called uh, Beloved, a novel on slavery that references sex and violence. Yonkin had sided with parents that wanted to know beforehand if their children are going to be exposed to this novel. So it's not like 
He's just saying, oh, a black female author? Okay, let's just get rid of it. No, no. <laughs> the, the, the book was brought up in question because parents were concerned. Hey, there's sex and violence in this book. I mean, I want my kids to read it. Are they going to be reading it? What's in the book? And I guess he put it into consideration to, to remove that book because of the issues that was arising with parents that had nothing to do with the author. It never does. You know what I mean? It's just a left. Oh, like you could, it could literally be a pornographic magazine. But if it's written by a black female transgender woman of color uh, who was born on a native Indian reservation, um, if you want to ban that in school, it means you're actually racist. It has nothing to do with the content of the book. It has nothing to do with parents complaining about the content of the book. It has everything to do with the identity of the person who wrote the book. So this way they can conflate it and make out the other person to be racist. Now, this is the, this is the scary part is, is that the left can make a tweet like this and I just want to read what some of the replies are, because I'm sure that there are probably some people who did call him out. But, you know, something like this got almost 10,000 likes, almost 4,000 retweets, uh, 500 quote retweets. Uh, let me see if I can see some comments. We all know Terry will make an education in Virginia better. We appreciate award-winning books from diverse authors. How will he make education better? Specifics, please. I am always weary about moral panic around children's books. I remember the moral panic around whatever, whatever, that it was irresponsible, dangerous, and would uh, permanently traumatize children. Huckabelly Finn and To Kill a Malcoburn have been banned in many schools because they make students uncomfortable. Run on your record as governor. You have a lot to be proud of. <laughs> they, that comment, comment kind of got ratioed. Vote blue. Glenn doesn't want... Uh, kids to learn about how successful black authors are. Parents need to be worried about kids catching COVID in schools and dying than listening to the lies about the critical race theory being talked. What lies specifically? They have none. LOL. That's the thing. It's like they, 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 don't, they don't read past anything other than this tweet. This tweet that is an, an utter misinformation. It is misinformation. I wouldn't say it's completely li a lie because it is true. There is a black author book that is going, that is, he's trying to ban has nothing to do with Trumpian dog whistles or we want to silence black authors and, and voices, whatever. It has everything to do with the content, of the, the content of the publication and the fact that parents are complaining. But, you know, hey, you got to read past the headline to figure that part out. Um, let's see. I think that's pretty much about it. Sears uh, restated that the black communities tried to manipulate from Democrats saying we want them to go find another victim. You see that they come and try to get our vote, but that's only around election time. And after that, they're gone again for another four years as parents are becoming seemingly involved in this children's education. Sears noted how important it is. You know what I would do? I would, I would, if I was the guy that was getting attacked by this guy unfairly, I would literally come out and say, you know what? I am fighting for a whole week of Black Women Author History Month in all schools. Where you know, and then and then you just do what the Democrats do. You can just propose that, and then after you win, you do nothing. You don't do it. Doesn't matter. And then you can, doesn't matter. Everyone will forget about it. <laughs> doesn't matter. That's exactly what the Democrats do. So the Daily Beast wrote this awful, awful article, and they said prosecutors have alleged that then 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse amounts to a teenage vigilante who traveled from Illinois to Kenosha with an AR-15 to meet other armed people who styled themselves guardians of local businesses. So, you know, he, he basically he went there to... Uh, protect. So, but listen to this headline: Kyle Rittenhouse went rogue and made a prote made protest a murder scene. Prosecutors say that is just a complete lie because 
Uh, one, it was a riot. <clears throat> and he didn't make an emergency. And it was the, the facts of the situation that didn't completely involve all of him. But we want to read this awful, disgraceful, disgrace article. We're going to probably just be tearing apart every single little point that they made. But before I do that, I just want to go over a few posts that I made. But Kyle Rittenhouse crossed state lines, that quote, is one of the top rebuttals the left has against Rittenhouse. But in reality, it does not change anything about the case and Kyle's innocent. He also didn't even cross state lines with the gun. That was one of the lies, one of the biggest fabrications that they're saying about Kyle Rittenhouse. He crossed state lines with a gun. He crossed He crossed state lines. He crossed, no, who gives a damn that crossed? He literally drove, what was like 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. People don't realize how close borders of state lines are. He wasn't even carrying the gun with him when he even crossed the state lines. Like, it's somehow, like, it's, it's like breaking into Mexico, breaking out of Mexico into America. It's almost like all of a sudden they care about borders and lines when, it, when they try to use it against their agenda. It has literally no bearing on the case at all. It has nothing to do with anything. One of the lawyers did also said this, and I quote, and the quote's not exact because I, I wasn't writing it as I was listening to it. He said that the defendant was unarmed and was shot as he was holding a skateboard. That's what the lawyer said that's against Kyle Rittenhouse. And then I said, here's the photo of the unarmed defendant holding a skateboard. And it's him whacking Kyle Rittenhouse in the head with a skateboard. Then there's another photo. Here's a photo of Kyle Rittenhouse being attacked. One hits him with the skateboard while the other draws a gun. Is Kyle in self-defense? The left needs Kyle Rittenhouse to lose because they don't want self-defense against rioters justified. Another thing that they say is, Kyle Rittenhouse went there to specifically kill black people. If Kyle Rittenhouse was literally there to specifically kill black people, why did he only shoot two white people, I think it might have been three, and then turn himself into the police? He could have easily took up a position on a roof and started unloading, if that was his intention. And there are people who have done that in Vegas before. If that was their intention, it was not his intention, clearly. It's a farce. So let's read the Daily, um, the Daily Beast. Oh, damn, I need to take like a shot of whiskey to try to read one of these articles. Throughout days of unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the police shootings of Jacob Blake last year, residents were subjected to loud noises, hostile cr uh, crowds, tear gas, and mass property damage. But out of the hundreds of people who took to the streets, Kyle Rittenhouse is the, one, the only one who killed anyone pro... pro uh, Prosecutors said at the start of the teenage murder trial on Tuesday. So I, you gotta love how uh, the title literally just says, like, we didn't even get past the first sentence of this and we're still breaking it down. The, t the headline literally says Kyle Rittenhouse went rogue and made a protest a murder scene. And then literally you scroll down and they're saying that it was, it was mass chaos. There was mass property damage, hostile crowds, tear gas. But the only person in that situation to kill anybody or shoot anyone was Kyle. So was it, a, it wasn't a peaceful protest. It wasn't a protest to begin with. It was a riot to begin with. Okay? We, all, we didn't even get past the first two sentences. Rittenhouse, now 18, is facing several charges, including first-degree reckless homicide after killing two people and injuring a third. Oh, so he did get killed too. I, I feel like I see different things. Prosecutors have alleged that then 17-year-old amounts to a teenage vigilante who traveled from Illinois to Kenosha with an AR-15 to meet other armed people who style themselves as guardians of local businesses. How dare he? How dare he? How dare Kyle Rittenhouse 
Go and defend local businesses from rioters. How dare he? This is the same thing they did with Ken and Karen. They want to make sure you're not defending yourself. They don't want you to defend yourself. So during the protest, which defied the citywide curfew, so the, the protest, which defied the curfew, defied citywide curfew, the protest, just, just, just like I'm just trying to tell you what they're writing here. It's not a protest. <laughs> Rittenhouse was caught on camera chasing with activists near the car dealership where he fatally shot 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum. The incident spurred others at the scene to pursue the teenager and grab his gun in a dispute that ended with Rittenhouse fatally shooting 26-year-old uh, Anthony Herber and wounding whoever, now 27. If convicted, the teenager could face at least 60 years in prison for reckless homicide. We're not asking you to solve a mystery in this case. There is no doubt that there will be no dispute in this record, Assistant District Attorney whatever said during opening arguments on Tuesday, alluding to the vast trove of videos on the on this teen in the streets that night. Okay. I believe I saw another video of him running through the crowd, trying to get away as everybody's yelling at him, saying, get him, get him, get him. Um, I don't remember if that was before or after the shooting happened. My memory's a little hazy on this. But let's see what else they said. If the Kenosha citywide curfew went in effect, Rittenhouse is seen in a video near a car dealership where he began to scuffle with a crowd, including Rosenbaum. Uh, Binger said on Tuesday, Rosenbaum had, uh, had been discharged from the hospital that very day and came downtown and caught up with these protests. Yeah, protests. The prosecutor, however, noted that while Ro uh, Rosenbaum uh, conducted that night was agitated, as he got in the faces of other people with AR-15s in the street, he was just pushed away and not deemed a serious threat to anyone else. Wait, who was getting in people's faces with AR-15s? While Rosamond's conduct that night was agitated, he got in faces of other people. Why would he get in faces of other people with AR-15s? Don't know. Rittenhouse shot Rosenbaum after the unarmed man tossed a plastic bag that Bringer described as a type of bag you get at a hospital. Bringer told the injury that uh, they will see video from the FBI surveillance plan that shows Rittenhouse actually intimidating confrontation. Okay, we don't know exactly what was going on. Yeah, what what, what bag? i never seen anything about a bag. All I see is a guy pulling out a gun and another guy hitting him in the head with a skateboard as he's on the ground as there's crowds of people around him yelling, get him, get him, get him. I, I don't know what paper bag. He just shot a dude for a paper bag. That's what they want to do. He he just shot an innocent man for walking with a skateboard in the back and holding a plastic bag. He was there to kill black people. Um, who was shot? Oh, only white people. Okay. So he came there and down there specifically to shoot people. Okay, wait, so, so this is the left's narrative. The left's narrative is Kyle Rittenhouse crossed state lines. Okay, can't forget that. He crossed state lines to go to a protest to shoot black people and what did he actually end up doing like that that's their narrative that's what they believe okay what is the reality of the situation that happened he did cross state lines which doesn't really matter he did not cross state lines with a gun he went there he literally helped clean up small businesses the day before the incident uh he literally went there specifically i guess to meet up with a group that's dedicated to protecting small businesses and then um, I believe there was a fire, and he was running to extinguish the fire. I'm assuming that's probably when he had to run through the crowd. Please don't quote me too much on this point because it's, it's a lot of videos to go through. Um, 
But next thing led to another. Um, rioters got mad that he was lighting out a fire. Um, he pretty much got cornered, and you know what happened to the rest. Um, yeah, he did not shoot some, you know, it, it doesn't make sense because if the left's narrative, if we, if we want to do the left's narrative, if he went down there specifically to shoot protesters and to shoot black people, he wouldn't be extinguishing fires. He wouldn't be protecting local businesses specifically. He'd be up on a rooftop and he'll just start unloading. Okay, if, if that, you know what I mean? So you can't say that that was his intention if, if that's not what he's doing. Literally there cleaning up businesses and protecting businesses. Among the group of protesters filed Rittenhouse was Hubbard, who appeared to hit uh, Rittenhouse in the head with a skateboard and also reached for the gun after the teenager stumbled to the ground. He was afraid he was going to be shot with his own weapon, Richards said, that his client's mindset, while oh, they literally like this is they literally put this in the article. So the guy hit him with the skateboard and tried to take his gun. Yeah, I think that warrants you to shoot him. He was afraid that he was going to be shot with his own weapon, Richard says about the client's mindset while he was on the ground. He turned himself into the law enforcement and acted in self-defense. His actions were reasonable under the circumstances. Yeah, if he, if he was there so much to commit, commit acts of terrorism, he wouldn't be turning himself into the police. After the killing, Black said that Grittenhouse was really scared, pale, sweating, and a lot, and he wasn't really talking. He just said it was self-defense. People were trying to hurt him. Uh, Black, who is currently facing charges for allegedly providing Rittenhouse with a semi-automatic rifle, admitted Tuesday that while the night was violent, he never considered using his gun. Meanwhile, protesters revealed Tuesday that Hubbard actually knew Jacob Blake personally, and he came out that night because he wanted to show support for his friend. Rittenhouse, I mean, Jacob Blake, isn't that guy a, a, a literal criminal? Rittenhouse isn't seen on video. Uh, yeah, let me, let me look up the Jacob Blake situation again. It's a little, gets a, it gets a little hazy. With um, how many situations? Um, the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh, let's see. Multiple wounds. Okay. Okay. He's, I think he has been tasered and scuffled with the officers. Uh, medical consequences. Um, investigation. Legal proceeding. Uh, the Kenosha police and I want to call domestic incidents at approximately 5 p.m. According to multiple sources, a female caller referred to Blake as her boyfriend. Said that he was not permitted to be on the premises and he'd taken the car keys and refused to give them back officers were also informed by the dispatcher that they wanted an alert and someone an address indicated the police code blake had a warrant for his arrest in july based on charges of third degree assault trespassing disorderly conduct in connection with domestic abuse the woman called 911 on august 23rd and report that blake had stolen her keys and the same woman has previously filed criminal complaints uh, for sexually assaulting her okay one witness stated that Blake pulled his car up, six or seven women shouting at him, and it's from the sidewalk. Blake did not say anything to women. According to the witnesses, Blake was trying to intervene between two women arguing when police arrived. Officers attempted to subdue Blake. Two officers included used tasers on him. A bystander who recorded the video incident told reporters that he heard police yelling, drop the knife. Bystander said, I didn't see any weapons in his hand. He uh, he wasn't being violent. Yeah, okay. The police officers, uh, the police union's, said that Blake was armed with a knife in his left hand, but officers did not initially see it, and he uh, forcefully fought the officers, including putting one of them in a headlock while ignoring the orders. You know, hey, just another peaceful, peaceful guy, you know, um, killed for no reason by the police, you know. T totally justified for you to go out there and burn the place down. 
So a Florida homeowner gets fined $50 a day for Let's Go Brandon and Trump banners on his house. Now here's a better photo I got up on screen, and uh, it says, Let's Go Brandon and Trump won. So new, a Florida man is being fined $50 per day for his Let's Go Brandon and Trump won banners hanging down the four-story home. The Walton County man says that he has no intentions of taking down the banners expressing support for Trump and Brandon. Let's just hope protesters don't burn his place down. Um, let's see. I mean, hey, I would do the same. I would totally do the same. He seems like he's a four-story house. I'm sure he can afford $50 a day. Totally worth it. Uh, he lives in where he hung up um, a three-story tall banners on his house, according to w WMBB. Uh, he explained that I'm here on the beach, and I got a lot of traffic, and people needed to see what I believe in. That's freedom of speech, and I wanted everyone to know that I'm a Republican. I'm supporting Donald Trump. According to the compliance... Um, Mastery, whatever. The Trump One banner violates Walton County's land development code. Walton County Code compliance officials Michael Lynch said that the violation has nothing to do with the banner's content. I, I do know that, like, like you know, HOA has stuff like that as well. You know, it's it's, it's kind of normal because um, you got to be just considerate of other people. You know, they don't want that, that's just that's just how it, the code works in a lot of counties. Um, and in, in a lot of HOAs, they have like restrictions. Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that because, you know, uh, obstructions for other people or other people there, you know, you'd be considerate of them or uh, you might be doing something that will devalue the homes around you. So they don't want you to be doing those things. I mean, that, that's normal stuff. Uh, Florida, um, let's see, says that he has no intention to remove the sign from his home. Bill Fletcher, chairman of Walton County Republican Executive Committee, said that people admire uh, people that stand up and we have... Uh, we have got to start standing up. He is the epitome of somebody who will be standing up the First Amendment rights. He said about uh, a hearing over the banner is scheduled November 17th, and his fines will be due if he's found in violation of the code again. So maybe he's going to go the whole free speech route and see if you know they're, they're allowed to legally fine him for that um, because I guess it's a political banner, so you could probably you know argue free speech on it. Uh, other than that, uh, I guess the banner itself, not not the content, just having a banner up um, is a violation. But, I mean, it doesn't seem too bad in my personal opinion. It is directly on his property completely. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning. I, you know, I really don't know the reasoning, and I'm not a lawyer in this situation, so I'm not going to even comment on, I guess, the legalities. Um, anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop a video like, subscribe to the notifications on. If you can listen to the flip of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. If you're watching and listening on the Apple app right now, click rate, rate five stars right now. We're trying to get out of, um, I think I'm rated 4.2. We're just trying to get back up to at least closer to five because the left one star bombarded me when I first started the podcast. We're still trying to recover from that. If you guys support me and support my show, please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, Patreon supporter, or even a local supporter. I try to personally reach out to everyone individually who uh, supports me financially. Um, if you don't hear from me, shoot me a message on Instagram at Saladino Joseph. You can shoot me a message there, and I'll personally respond. I, I go through my DMs most of the time. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Peace out.